Welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 163. Today, you got Luke, Damon, and Chandler. Murph, again, is doing his damn thing, pouring them beers like the man he is. Yankees drop two out of the three against the Mets in a, in a series that, honestly, for what it's worth, I had a ton of fun watching, and that is something that has I have not been able to say in a little while with this team. Even though we did lose two out of three, um, it felt like a playoff atmosphere, which might be the only taste of playoff atmosphere we may get uh, from here on out, unless we manage to stay in this fight, which we totally can, and we'll get into that in a little bit. And I'm not, n- none of us are writing off the season by any means. If you are paying attention to our Twitter page, you may think that's kind of the vibe. That's Chandler tweeting about that stuff. So the rest of emotional. us have a little bit more optimism, and we'll get into all that. We do have a little bit of a light road ahead of us right now for the next 10 ish games until a tough road at the end, which could make for exciting baseball down the stretch. But Yankees also were recording this after they played the Twins today, and it looked like it was going south against a team that is not good. And Aaron Judge puts the team on his back like he has been for the last month and the entire season. So before we get into the entire everything that I just said, how are we doing, boys? Good, not great. Good, not great. (laughs) Good, not great. I'm fine. I, uh, yeah. I'm better than I was at 3 o'clock today. What was 3 o'clock? Uh, the Yankees that was, was like the game. 5-0 to the fucking Twins. So. Oh, but then they keep moving I on. think that was totally warranted, just by the way. I think you're if you're down 5-0 to the Twins with heel on the mound and then the, that fucking bullpen behind you and the offense as bad as it is, I think that's totally fair. I think they're going to lose that game. If you lose that game, you're toast. I mean, it's not I mean, not it's fair not, that not you totally, assume that they're going to win. Totally fair. Yeah, no. I mean, they, the way they've been playing it, you you can assume that they are going to lose every single game, no matter what. And I know the Mets are like they have players. They're not they're not the Mets of old. They are not playing all that great all throughout the year when you look at it at large. But like, there's not shame in losing of games to those those teams. Although. We fucking needed to win those games, like absolutely needed to, but it's not like losing against the Twins or against the Orioles or other teams like that, which we also have been doing. So I think it's just like we said before, there's no there's no game to me that's today's a big example of that. There's no game to me that's just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna win because we've lost we've gotten swept by the twi- the Tigers earlier this year and we've lost a lot of games to the Orioles. So there's no game that's just a gimme with this team because they can just decide to be a Juco baseball team one day and then be literally the best team on the planet the next. So when was the last time we had a game that was comfortable? Actually, like I'm not just being a dick. Like seriously, when was the last game we played that you weren't sweating the entire time? There was one a few series ago. I can actually point to exactly that <laughs> one. Fact, I don't that care. I, that, I don't that, care yeah. that you look it up. The fact that you say a up. few series ago. No, because I remember up. feeling that feeling of like, wow, that was that was an interesting feeling. That's new, and I don't remember that. I do remember that. Hold on, I'm gonna. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna go find it. Yeah, I don't remember. I. I that's a good point. I really don't remember that. At all, like I was against the A's. It was against the A's. There was an eight-two win 
mixed in there. No, 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 no. It was that. It might have been that game, but the one before that that I'm talking about was. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that was against the Twins. It was, it was the Twins. It was ten two, and there was a seven one after that. That was during the win streak. All of which we went on a thirteen game win streak, which feels like last fucking season. Since then, we are four and twelve. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I read somewhere that that's like the worst stretch since like 2003 that we've been on. I think you know that this stat existed when it was three and twelve before today's win. But well, there was this some reminds stat. me of the 2011 Red Sox who came into September with a seven game lead, and then they missed the fucking playoffs altogether. That was when Jeter made the error in game 162 against the Rays that put the Rays in over the Red Sox. You remember that? No, no, not, not really. Immediately, okay, no. well, that's that's what this reminds me of. It's that big of a collapse. But yeah, there was some stat that like um, the Yes Network show that was like this is the first time since they didn't even see the baseball team. They just said 1900s that a team has like won 14 games in a span and then lost whatever it was 10 games in a span like immediately afterwards. It was, I don't know the exact stat, but it was something we ridiculous. set all kinds of records. Did you see the one today? That was like, I love setting we, records. We've nine straight games. We've allowed five or more runs. That's yeah, the yeah, second yeah. time. That, in, that's terrible. Second I mean, time in team history. And then also the blue Jays series. That was the first time since 1908. The Yankees got swept in a four game series without holding a lead. So, I mean, the boys are hot right now. Set as many <laughs> records as you can, because we're not making the postseason, so make it a memorable season. And I don't, I don't mean to like. I hate doing this. I really do. I hate tooting my own horn. It's like something I really don't like doing. You're so full. Of but shit I'm gonna on do that. it. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> I told you guys during the win streak. I said this again last episode that I was worried about the the pitching and what the fuck's happening now. Everybody was like, every day I'll say it again. Chandler said, "Would you have a bad day at work?" And then since I said that, this the pitching team has was been quite then, possibly though. the worst. I wasn't looking at the days that they were having. I was looking at the people that we had, and I knew that the actual true value of these pitchers, they were overperforming, and now we lose the Wiseguy and we look fucking naked. Like the, it, it's this this pitching staff. And then when Cole and Tyone end up getting hurt, Cole's back now. But when Tyone goes down, like you get exposed now. And now I really just don't have any faith in this pitching staff. And, and what happens when Esther Cortez starts to come back down to like regress towards the mean of where he's, he's supposed never to be? Regressing. Chill. A That's little bit, far. but a little bit. I'm saying. That's like, too far. I don't know. No, yeah. Look, it's, my it's th- I think it's telling enough got, that Clay Holmes is the best pitcher in your bullpen. The Dude, guy that a, we he's really I, don't know, I disagree good. with that. I, no, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. There's so much star power that that's why. Like this is a guy that we traded for, and we had a whole clip of us like who the f- Damon didn't even know how to spell his well, fucking name. Damon doesn't know how to spell anybody's fucking I mean, name. That's not saying a it, lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> he came over to the Yankees. He had walked 25 guys in 40 innings on the Pirates before we not, hopped on the air today. He good. called him Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Junction. Right, that, was, that was a. I had something in my mouth that I couldn't pronounce. Look, All right, that's not uh, my point. Wrong. My, my point is, we traded for a reliever on the Pirates. With a five ERA and twenty five walks and forty innings, he has come to the Yankees and he's been absolutely incredible. But the fact that he's that much better than the rest—that's concerning. 
that you're the Yankees who was supposed to be this bullpen juggernaut, and you have a guy that you traded for midseason for the Pirates with a middling ERA and that couldn't get it done in Pittsburgh is the guy here. Again, not a knock on Clay Holmes. He's been absolutely amazing. He's disgusting. I think he's walked two batters since he's been here. I'm just saying that that's telling enough of the bullpen that you came into the season with that you thought you came into the season with, at least because they really haven't been that dominant since May. But that's telling enough that that's your guy now. That's not Chapman, who had a zero ERA through his first 24 starts. It's not Lewisaga because he's dead. It's not Britton because he's dead. It's not Chad Green because he fucking sucks. It's Clay fuck. It's Clay Holmes. It's Clay Holmes, Wandy Peralta, and then question well, mark. Well, Nestor would be moved to the pen, I'm assuming, if Tyone comes back. Is Tyone, what's the deal with Tyone? Let's do a little injury recap because you said Loisga is dead. What's his situation? He has Just a... Just for the people rot- listening at home. He has a rotator cuff strain. As, as somebody who has a 7-millimeter tear in their <laughs> rotator cuff, it's nothing to fuck with, so... So what are we ruined my for very him? promising baseball career? Um, he make he they shut him down for ten days. He's not touching a baseball, and then they're going to reevaluate. So even if he does come back, who knows how that's going to be? So we got him coming back off injury. Who, do we, who else did we just say? Tyone hurt. Tyone. He he tore a tendon in his ankle. So there's that could be a number of things. You know what, though? And and I have a question to you guys regarding the pitching and the amount of innings thrown by pitchers. If you had to guess, outside of Cole obviously being the the leader in innings pitch for this team, who would it be for uh, for you guys? Who would you think has the highest innings pitch this season on the Montgomery. Yankees? Montgomery. I, mean, I was going to say Montgomery, but probably him. Yeah, Montgomery. Continue. Well, I keep going. Like Who else? Oh, Who Montgomery, else would you say Tyone, would be up there? Montgomery, J-Mo. Uh, maybe. Honestly, I love how Nest- he said J-Mo to act like it was a different person. Yeah, Maybe Nestor. Montgomery, Tyone, you go Mon- Montgomery, J-Mo. I was just speaking out <laughs> loud. I just said a different way. Honestly, I bet Nestor's in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Cole, Tyone, Montgomery, Herman. Interesting enough for me, he's 97. I forgot uh, he was alive. Chad Green, Nestor That's Cortez. That's really surprising to me. Okay, that and then right after there. that is Licky. Chad Green has been a dog shit reliever for the Yankees this year, and he has the fourth most innings pitch. Boom. That's all you need to know. Stop it there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like we've we've debunked this before too about his numbers not being that bad. But then you look at the leverage stuff, and then I mean, you get another example right in front of your fucking face. He does it again. I mean, and what's his what's his season ERA at right now? I, I don't know. I didn't. I think his ERA is only in like the mid threes. That's my point. Great. And then you, you, it, it's still not bad numbers, and that's and that's in large part due to the amount of innings he's thrown this series. It's seventy four innings pitched, which is literally the fifth most on the Yankees this year. That's above most starters. Granted, he some has of the starters, seven losses as a reliever. Yeah, I mean, granted, most of the starters on our team have been injured. Like Kluber spent time being injured. Tyone is now injured. Like at Mon- Montgomery wasn't, but I mean, it's just. Chad Green know. fucking sucks, man. I'm tired of him. He's never been like like I said, people always point to ZRA as like he's one of the most stable guys here. He's never been a clutch performer in his entire career. Well, a lot of those people are also not watching the Yankees play every day. You just look at everything at face value and like he's Chad given Green's up back to back games. He's given up um crushing home runs. Yeah, he's got a three two eight ERA this season. 
and a 1.9 war, a 0.89 whip. When you look at those numbers, it's like, wow, he's having a pretty damn good league. If Chai Green was on a different team and we looked at that his numbers because we don't watch him every single day, we'd be like, oh, wow, Chai Green's having a pretty good year. But then you realize that every single time he's in a relatively high leverage situation, those are where all of the runs come. And every time he's in a clean inning, he doesn't like it. He does still have good numbers on the year, but literally like clockwork, every single time he's in a remote leverage situation, that's when every single one of the runs come. So the, te- the stat that I thought was telling enough right here, just the fact that when he leaves the game, it's a higher leverage spot than when he comes in. That's terrible. That is the he, worst thing that, that he, you could ever ask he's for. He's creating yeah, harm. He's creating, he's, creating, <laughs> he's, he's creating the leverage. He's creating the leverage. Oh, my God. So, I mean, yeah, he's not clutch, but you also have to factor in the guy that's coming in behind him to clean up his fucking mess. It's terrible. It's terrible. He does not need to be in a high leverage spot anymore. And how the fuck do you give up that home run to Lindor? Lindor's got two home runs. He's clearly locked in. This is the whole thing. And you throw him 97 down the dick. What are you doing? What do you? Yeah, I hit him. Um, give up. Literally, don't throw him a strike. That is the only guy in the Mets lineup that can switch the momentum like that. At this point, if somebody else doubled him home, whatever, that's fine. I would have felt more confident. Giving up a home run to Lindor right there, you might as well just wave the white flag. That was it. That was His right third home run too, right? after the fight, yeah. all of that, and then you give up a fucking moonshot to Lindor. Just fucking pack it up and go home. What are you doing? What are you doing? So 97 down the fucking middle to Lindor. What the fuck are you doing? So speaking of Lindor, we might as well take this time before we get into hot or not. Uh, we might as well take this time to talk about his little uh, accusations towards the Yankees. So I want to go to Lindor's comments real quick. Cisco, after one of those home runs, you look like you whistled toward them. What was behind that? Um, yeah, Dustin, I, I, so I talking to Glaver, uh, as I came around the bases, um, I, I did, did the sign of whistle. I, I can't whistle hard, um, but yeah, I did whistle. Um, it was just over the past couple of days, I can't accuse them of them um, whistling for the signs because I'm not 100% um, correct, but I know what I heard. And I felt like there was um, something out of the ordinary going on. And... Uh, yeah, I I heard what I heard. I, I'm not accusing them. I'm not saying they're doing it a hundred percent because I don't know a hundred percent. But he definitely felt that way, and I took I took that personal. We um, I took that personal. I I wanted to put, you know, like runs on the board to help my team win. So you don't want to accuse them because you're not correct. Because you don't know anything. Because you, you don't, don't know what you're talking them. about, but you think there might be whistling. Maybe it's just like you're in a stadium that actually has fans for the first time because you're, you're coming from Cleveland. So maybe maybe it's the people in the crowd that and you're hearing. I mean, <laughs> if you look at this team, I'm quite sure the New York Yankees right now are not stealing signs because <laughs> it's it's one of those situations where the Astros pointed to us cheating in the ALCS, and then you see Todd fucking Frazier in that one play that we – I pointed out when like the Astros Twitter was kind of going off. I was like, it clearly we weren't stealing signs. If you look at this fucking guy exhibit a right here, the Yankees 
of all teams to accuse of, of stealing signs, I mean, why wouldn't you accuse them during their 13 game win streak? Not right now. And I just, I don't get, I don't get the, the reasoning for it. And I just think yeah, it's so they, funny it that because of the fight, they probably were just like, no, the you, fight happened after, after that. No, but what are you talking about? Stanton exchanged the words back at him because he, it, Lindor hit his second home run or it was first or second no, home it was run. The same game. It's the post game. This is after the game. He's probably yeah, just but like he, being an he asshole. started this. To, what are you talking about? I know what you mean, Damon. Like, like, like he. I feel like you just say I know what you mean to him, so you don't. Like, he doesn't keep rambling. No, I know what he's saying. Is that he, <laughs> Damon's talking about the post game press conference? You're the talking about. I know, but like he said. created the situation. I already. know, but he's talking the about fact it of the matter <laughs> is that Lindor is a ginormous pussy. Like he also walked back all of his his like. When he yeah. right, so let's let's get this whistling at yeah. a baseball game. Are you fucking kidding? Hey, guess what? I've heard whistles at a baseball game at my fucking little brother's ten U tournaments growing up. <laughs> guess what? I don't think they were stealing signs and no, coach pitch. You I'm stupid trying, motherfucker. What I was saying was like he's just saying that at the at the post game just to be an asshole and just kind of like 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 create some sort of headline or story. Just well, because also they fought. in the post game, he's more so walking back his comments because Stanton went out and like. Stanton's a lot Dude. fucking bigger than him. I can't even imagine. And and it's so funny, too. Do you see Javi Baez and Lindor just, like, behind the umpires, like, 35 feet away when Stanton is, yeah. talking, like, saying what? I don't know. It's I couldn't read Stanton's lips, but he said something along the lines of the situation. And they were, like, talking shit. And and I, I, I want to pull up a clip of, of uh, Javi Baez behind the umpire. And he's, like, doing that thing where he's, like, Come on, square up! Like, step up to me, step up to me. While like fifty-five yards behind, like away from Giancarlo Stanton, like I'm quite sure you wouldn't say shit to his face. Giancarlo Stanton could literally take on the entire team on his own. And oh, by the way, he's got Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, Odor, who I think might be the biggest fighter on the team. <laughs> yeah. Scrappiness. Dude, Garrett Cole, did I'm you see how fast yeah. Garrett Garrett Cole? Yeah. If you were worried about his hamstring. I was honest. I honest to God mean this. I was actually still worried about his hamstrings. Like eh, he's probably not a hundred percent. When I saw him shoot out of that dugout, I was yeah. like, my man's ready to fucking roll. Yeah, like dude. he was an Olympic sprinter out of there. See, here's and here's the difference. This is then I, we could just dive into this conversation a lot because there's a lot to unpack here. One, I just think it's really exciting at face value here that the Mets and Yankees hate each other because that has not been a thing for a long time, and I do think that this right here almost will spark a rivalry because both teams are technically should be good for the next few years, right or wrong. I mean, Lindor's there be. for 10 it should more be, It should be an ending up doing it is are two different things, but these are two good teams with a lot of payroll there. We're going to assume that we should not be the worst team ever like we are, but it's just going to be fun going forward. I think this is going to spark it almost in a way like the, like the Tyler Austin fight with, uh, with Joe Kelly would did for like that version of the Yankees Red Sox. Cause it's, yeah. cause there's always moments like you have these teams that should hate each other. Like the Yankees should hate the Red Sox, but you can't fucking hate Devers because he's so cute. <laughs> like you never, but you don't have animosity. Did you just say that? Uh, it, yeah. It, we, we joke about that all the time. Cause our friend Matt, who's a Red Sox fan says it. So inside joke, you're on the outside, but Oof. it's just like the, these rivalries that should be a thing. Don't aren't a thing until something sparks it, and I think this may spark it. And I'm excited for that. Number one, and number two, I don't know what I was going to say. I, th- I had something really serious to say about that also, but I forgot. So you guys continue. Well, I was going to say like they, they don't. Well, they, obviously, they don't, they don't play each other a lot. So I feel like it. 
I feel like these things might carry over because we don't play each other a lot, and like that could be a cool thing. Like the next time we play each other on a subway series, it could have a whole like storyline and stuff, which is always exciting. I remember what I wanted to say. Go for it. So, um, it's just the it's it's when you brought up the coal thing. It was just seeing the opposite ends of the spectrum when you see how somebody who just signed a massive contract wants to be portrayed in their city that they're going to be in for a long fucking time. Meanwhile, Lindor and Javi Baez, who just came over here, obviously Javi Baez is a rental, but Lindor, who just signed a massive contract, not only was a part of the thumbs down thing, but now he's just being a fucking crybaby bitch. And I mean, it's just like he's not he's not doing what he should be doing with a new team. You're hitting 220. You signed three hundred and forty million dollars. You're getting two twenty. Go yeah. fuck yourself. I'm just saying, Cole like, is like that moment right there where he's just he's out there about to go fight for his fucking team. Like that's what you hurt. should be doing. That's what you should be doing to like just get your city's respect. And I think I feel like Lindor is just not not doing it. And he didn't start out too hot on the field, and now he did the fucking other shit. So, all right, quick rapid fire thing. I know this isn't planned. I want to, who do you guys take in a fight out on the Yankees? And you can't both pick the same person. If, if things were to, if things were to go down, who, and you have, you have to pick two people on your side. On my team, or I thought you were saying like we send two Yankees no, you, against each other. You're sending two Yankees against the Mets right there. Oh, like who, who are we going? picking I'm, as our champions? I'm picking, I'm picking Odor and Stanton. Look, I'm saying like a snake draft right here. Odor and Stanton. I think Odor has to be one of them because you know Stanton and Judge like they're they're both like big, but you know that Odor can fight. I'm like, <laughs> I think Stanton would murder someone. Also, I think in the back of my mind, I legitimately Garrett Cole's kind of a psychopath. Anybody that gets mad at no. themselves for, I, I think anybody that gets that pissed off at like an O2 pop up to the infield, like he's kind of a psycho. And I think there's I, also an obvious answer that we're missing. What judge? Or all this Chapman? Oh, oh yeah, Chapman, yeah. Dude, did you know, see him walking? Did, did you see him walking Pilar or Valar, whatever the fuck his name is, back to center field? He literally like grabbed him by the neck and like not in like a choking way, but like like a disappointed father and walked him <laughs> all the way back to center field. I was like, what I didn't the see fuck that. is going on? No, it but was I, literally I think... like a disappointed dad to his son, like. My son just struck out looking after I bought him a new $400 bat, and we're going to have a chat on the way to the car. <laughs> That's what Chapman just carried. Pilar. Is it Pilar? Is that yeah. the center fielder? Yeah. He just carried him back to center field like that and then went off to the bullpen. I always get confused if it's PR, like the the, the double L causes sure that. I Pilar, but don't take I think advice. it's Pilar, too. Whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I think if I had to choose, I would. you can't not pick – of the two twin towers of Stan and Judge, <laughs> who would you take out of them? Stan, I think I just Stan. I think I would take Judge. I think Stan just is, he like has Stan's a fighter. Yes, I, I just think he has more like it's gonna sound weird, but like real sculpted muscle. Like he's a fucking like. I mean, that's right. not relevant for a fight though. Yeah, well, I, feel My like, man I feel like he's a. I feel like he's stronger than he's stronger than Judge. You think? I think so. Yeah. Judge is bigger. 100%. I think Judge Stan is stronger. taller, and Judge has more mass. Wingspan. I mean, when you're th- when you're building a fighter, you th- feel like you're saying the opposite of what's usually true. Like you're, a lot of people might pick Stan because he's cut up like that, but Judge has the wingspan. That's the size, 
and like how how big how much bigger is his wingspan? Like, like a good amount bigger. I don't imagine like punching, three or four inches height wise. Imagine him. punching Stanton. Like you don't break, you don't hit Stanton and don't break a knuckle. Like my man is fucking. He's like a boulder. And Stanton also just ha- kind of has that look. Like I feel like Stanton would fuck someone up. He also spent like six years in he has Miami. One inch on him. He's got forty pounds on him though. You can't tell me that Stanton never got into a bar fight. <laughs> you immediately did care about that, but no, like, I don't care. He was like, "Damn!" It was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> no, nah, but no, I, I take nah, Stanton. He's got more lean muscle, and he was in, like I said, he was in South Beach. You can't tell me he didn't. Get, a guy with three hundred million dollars in South Beach has gotten into some fights. Gallo, no, is Gallo considered in this void? No, he's, Gallo has really soft. Fingers. I would consider. I feel void. like he would, would just like try void. and hug it out. I would consider void too. I, but I, here's the thing: we're choosing one because I think. Everybody across the board is picking Odor, right? Yeah, he, he no, has he's got the experience. I'm surprised. Odor's, <laughs> he, has, Odor's like, he has the resume. <laughs> he's got the resume. He's the clear cut one. Like, one I, I, I mean, that's, he's the Christian McCaffrey of I, this. I, I envision him just like on Stanton's back or like on his like shoulders, like a chicken fight, and just going out there and just, just like, catapulting him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't the first out, like running out there. He was. He was. Did you see? Yes. Did you not no, see? No, I him? mean, like, while Stanton he, was chirping him during the play. He, like, <laughs> he was. Odor was like a bat out of hell. Like, you saw the Cole <laughs> clip. You, you saw Cole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Odor, Odor was already at second base when Cole started hopping over the fence. Like, Odor <laughs> was so running ready the for bases. A fight at all times. He wants to fight. He's so great. That's why, right there, right there, Odor has not been hitting worth it. Fuck. He's on the postseason roster. If you get hit by one of Kevin Cash's stable of guys that throw 98, you need Odor on your team to go fucking knock somebody's teeth out. So back but to, back that to means the, you back have to, to make the, the fucking postseason. But. Yeah, but back to the Lindor comments a little bit. I just think it's ridiculous that he even, like, what, you, first of all, you're winning. Like, it's, it's a different situation. Usually, like, you make those accusations when they're, like, the other team's kind of kicking your ass, but they were up at the time. That just felt a little weird to me. I don't know if that really matters at all, but like it's just—I mean, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, also of all of the cheating scandals we've had to, to deal with, we've had the the full blown live stream cameras, we've had the Apple watches and other t- forms of technology. This I, we've and we've dived. We have we have had a deep dive into this as a league. Everybody's been talking about the different forms of cheating and. Every time somebody would talk about like whistling or like the man on second base, which in this case that's what they're talking about as well, that's just gamesmanship. If you tip your pitches, they they're gonna you can seal the signs. That's all. It's just that's right there. That's not cheating. That's be that's part of the game. If Don't you tip, tip pitches, pitch, if you tip your pitches, you tip your fucking pitches. Yeah. It's like it's like Sevy in the uh, postseason a couple years ago. He's tipping his pitches in the whole second half of the season. Nobody on the Yankees fan base that had any sort of a brain was like oh every team in the american league's cheating fuck them it was like dude Sevy, you got to figure it out man quick fucking tipping your pitches that's yeah. a pitcher's problem there's different levels of cheating when you're using a camera that's cheating when you're tipping your pitches that's not cheating that's having a high baseball iq there's a humongous difference if you're that fucking butthurt about somebody playing the game then don't tip pitches here's a don't tip pitches and b don't be a giant bitch because if you could pick something up on that you know for damn sure you'd be doing it if you're that upset by it don't ever try and pick up a sign again lindor don't ever try and get any sort of advantage just try and react to whatever pitch it is it's part of the game 
It just like it just felt like such like a forced comment. Like he just he felt like he had to say something, and then that was what came to his mind. I feel like to make this go full circle, I feel like he's trying to compensate for like to win the fans back over. Yeah, to see to to show that he's fighting for them, and he's like he's trying to fire everybody up. Granted, he did have a three home run game, so his game could have could have done that on its own. I don't know if that makes up for the rest of his shitty mediocre season, but it's just. I feel like he pissed everybody off with the thumbs down, so he's just trying to like get out into the into the the newspapers the next day and be like, "Oh, Lindor was fighting for us in in our corner," which is what I was saying before. But you said I was just rambling. You just don't you don't like say things though. You don't like. Tell I was me. saying it, and you interrupted me. When I was trying to say if you, like whatever's in your head may not be coming out. I was literally saying it, the and world. then you interrupted me, and I couldn't say it. Moving right along. So I just thought another fun thing that uh, we noticed today was that today's win was the first win this entire season where we were trailing by four runs or more in a game at any point. We were 0 for 35 when we were losing by four runs or more. Yay. So we broke that streak. So just breaking, breaking all records, just absolutely one. shattering barriers, and just we're, congrats! This, you beat what they who'd they take over the Marlins? We're like zero and thirty six or something. No, I think we have like zero and thirty five was the record. No, no, no. There was us. one other team that had one more loss than us in those situations. We we were one of two teams. So now we're not in that category. Anymore. Regardless, we're on the wrong side of history. But I'm I'm all for it at this point. Um if you're not going to make the playoffs, make as many bad memories as you can. Yeah. So, which, hold on. Before, why don't we just address this right now? Because I don't think that we aren't making the playoffs. And I think the situation right now, didn't we say, I haven't checked right now, but the Red Sox are losing as well? They were I, losing 1-0 in the first. Okay, whatever. But the way I see it from here on out, I don't see the Blue Jays cooling off anytime soon. That yeah, offense is – that offense – and here's the thing, too. This team, the Blue Jays team – was good and we knew that from the beginning and when you uh, my friend honestly asked me this uh like a month ago when the blue jays weren't playing well and he looked at like just the classic go to espn check out the run differentials he's like wow the blue jays run differentials like 150 like plus 150 and i was like yeah they have a good offense they just haven't been able to to figure it out and get wins and now it's like not shocking that they actually are getting wins now so in terms of if they can keep it up, I think they can. I, they might have an MVP in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. right now He if he gets triple crown. We are talking about that before we got on the air today. I don't know if it's going to be enough to beat Otani, but that's that's a conversation for a later date. Regardless, their offense is very good. Simeon's having quietly one of the best years out of anybody on that and team. And Teoscar Hernandez is having a historic year. I actually saw something Well, kind hold of on, one second, one second. So I'm just saying, going forward, of the two teams that we would have to pass up, I would almost view the Blue Jays as like a like how we viewed the Rays a little while ago. Is like they're going to keep winning. Now I feel like we just have to have our sights set on the Red Sox, which sucks because I I wanted I really wanted the Yankees Red Sox wild card game. But I don't really care at this point. Like every all good all goodwill on this team has gone out the window. Just make the playoffs. That's how I feel on that front. But also, I saw something on Simeon today, which is a little off topic. But is whatever. he cheating? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I don't know. Did he whistle? Um, Lindor can't whistle, so he probably couldn't have called him out. Fuck, so he's not good at uh, it. No, but Simeon, they were comparing his age twenty four stats to Glavers, and <laughs> Simeon was the worst shortstop in baseball at twenty four years old. 
and people are already writing off Glaber, which I'm pissed off at Glaber too. He's been terrible, and this is something we can bring up later I mean, after the hot or nots or whenever you want. The the fact that he lost the shortstop job, he's now. We'll bring that up in a second. I just wanted yeah. to. I wanted okay, to... but I'm just saying before we get off the Blue Jays topic, something of note. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm not advocating all, for. But... <laughs> That's totally related. Just because one guy got better after 24, and he's also a shortstop, doesn't mean that Glaber is going to have the same. Story. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying he's going to have. We'll just continue to one. What was your thing of note? I that was my thing of note. It's just you know that before Glaber we move better, on from yes. that, that I saw an interesting thing. You act like he's never been good though. He no, was. I, did I say that? Borderline MVP. Yeah, you did. You're like, oh well, he's a totally different story. Yeah, he's a totally different story. He almost won a rookie of the year and hit thirty. Did I, did home I say twenty two? Well, you're putting words in my mouth right now. I did not say like I'm not writing Glaber off. I'm just saying they're not. I don't really see relevance in that. <laughs> I do. Argument. I'm with you, Chandler. Well, that I, one I, guy you. got one guy got better after his no. age 24 all season. He's saying and is that it's all early. I was saying was that was interesting of note. While we're on the Blue Jays topic and how good Simeon's been, people are writing off Glaber, and it's something interesting. I'm not taking sides yet right. until we I, get into it. Right. And I'm sure I there's thousands of other up. examples of young players that end up yeah, having a couple down years and they bring it back up. And I, and it's not a couple down years. It's one Glaber's like 23 years old. Like I don't. I, yeah. I think 24, it's, which it's is why stupid I used to write him off. Did okay. you even listen to what I said, Damien? Yes, I did. I feel like no one's listening to anybody right now. There's no rules. So I wanted you guys to listen to no me teams. about this one little thing here. So this is fairly obvious that we need to win every game, but more so after this Minnesota game, we're playing. The team that we apparently have trouble with, we have the Orioles for three more. We have the Cleveland Indians or whatever they want to be called for oh, the Guardians. I forgot about that. That's next year. Three <laughs> games against the Cleveland Guardians and then three more games against the Texas Rangers. Then we have Boston, Toronto, and Tampa to finish the season out. We need to win literally every single game in the next nine which is the three Baltimore, three Guardians, three Rangers. I love saying Guardians now. But... um. <laughs> We need to win all nine of those. We won't, but we need to win as many. Eight and one is the floor. If you want to make the, the postseason, ceiling, eight ones. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. We floor. need if you want to that. Yeah, eight and one is the floor. If you want to make the postseason, because the Blue Jays have an easy schedule down the stretch, if I'm not mistaken. They after do. they get through this series with the Rays, I mean, if you and look then, at the the pitching matchups too, we got Cole tomorrow, Cortez, Montgomery, okay. Kluber, so. Blank, Cole. <laughs> Cortez Montgomery Kluber we could do it we could we, we could here's and we've been saying this all season long we could do it we have done it we've done 13 in a row we've also done two and fucking whatever since then so anything can happen on any given fucking day I just don't want to be in a situation where we have to directly win against the Red Sox Toronto and, and Tampa granted we still have to like if we you lose, need to win those series you if we have lose, to yeah, win all yeah. three series if we lose to them directly we still have to fucking win those those series because we're literally directly competing with at least those two and then the last ones will be not relevant for the at least obviously but like these next nine have you, to be you, one you need to go in, in with like some sort of breathing room whether it's one game or two games when you go into the Boston and Tampa series. And that's why, like Chandler said, you need to go 8-1 and one at the bare minimum for these next two series, or three series. And just for, fan, just for me as a fan, just for me as a fan, I, I want to have the, those series, those head-to-heads matter. Like, I don't want to... 
yeah, already exactly. lose, already be down. Like I want, in an ideal world, this is probably what's going to happen if we are able to relatively take care of business against the Orioles, Guardians, and Rangers. I would like it to be how it is right now, just completely just locked together. Everybody has the same exact record for the most part, give or take half a game. And those series are the ones that are going to, those are going to be playoff series. Those are playoff series right there. And I think that's what it's shaping up to be because we're, we're hopefully going to be able to take care of business. And they know that they know they're seeing exactly what I'm saying. They're seeing that these series, they need to take care of business because they're also seeing these next three that we're talking about to end the season off. And they're literally going to feel like, at least two playoff series right there. Those are wild card series right there. Those are wild card previews if we can get in. My only hope is not my only hope, but one of my big hopes is that when we hit that final series against the Rays, they're resting their starters for the playoffs because they've run away with the division. The division's over. Oh, the Rays are. That Exactly. So in yeah. that final series, Could if happen. the Rays are sitting players <clears throat> and we can kind of beat up on them, I think that we have a chance to stack on another to win that. I think that's a winnable series, I guess. Would they, I would they arguably like, get better because that's more money ball with the shittier players? Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, like, maybe, but also I feel like the Rays kind of, like, hate us enough. They would just play yeah, everybody. they would. They would just say, fuck you, I'm going to play everybody. And Yeah, but eventually they haven't ever won a World Series. They would. I think logic would take over there. They're the most analytical team in baseball. They're not going to be that. I feel like resting players is such a gray area, though, because... It's not even so much resting. It's don't get a guy injured. Like, don't don't have Wander Franco. I know he got hurt. I'm just using that as an example. Don't have him, you know, twist an ankle going into it when just to make a point. Yeah. I think they would absolutely start their players just to spite us. Yeah. I really don't think they would. As big of a giant bitch as Kevin Cash is, who's probably my least favorite person in baseball behind Carlos Correa, I don't think he's that stupid. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. I just hope those games matter. So, <sighs> eighteen games left. See what happens. Win them all. Seventeen and one. If you season's kind of flown by. Did you say seventeen and one? Yep. <laughs> Have to. It's going on a streak right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's so not gonna fucking have over here. one more thing I wanted to Three talk about. 14. We actually haven't even talked about this yet. Um, that Gary play that happened like the day after we recorded our oh, last episode. One? So the, yeah, well, one? the one that was he was safe by a fucking or he was out by a fucking mile and he just didn't put him. the tag down. That's sunworthy. No, no. All right. Look at this. No. No, no, no. He's on the fucking sun. Okay. I'm telling you, you've had a strict embargo on talking about Gary this whole season. Embargo. <laughs> I'm lifting it. Fuck Gary Sanchez. I'm over it. This god this fucking weekend right here, that play, and then there was a he's he was lazy as fuck this weekend. And I'm not saying he's a lazy catcher because I know, you know, there's a whole argument against it, whatever. I'm not dipping into that territory. He had a lazy fucking series. That there was another one with guys on first and second, one out. It was a fastball. It hit him in the glove, just rolled by. Another one, fastball. He didn't even move. It hit him in the side of the glove, and he tried to frame it, and two guys moved forward. Like, and yesterday, guy on first and second, pass ball, walks to it. He almost scored from second, and it wasn't even that bad of a pitch. It hit him in the glove. That's fucking, that is lazy. That is lazy, and that pisses me off. That right there. If you're going to play, and he got benched today, and I'm glad. Well, I'm glad, and it might today. be the night day. It might be the night day thing. I don't care, but 
no, I don't care about the walk off. We know he can hit. Oh, I don't either. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying from a defensive standpoint, that's lazy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's his defensive performance has been embarrassing and pathetic, to say the very least. And like, pathetic. Yeah, both. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh brother. <laughs> oh brother. <laughs> embarrassing, empathetic, and the. I mean, I mean that's I, high school. Yeah, and I, I've, I've been one to say I don't want to talk about Gary anymore because of this exact reason right here. He has these terrible games that potentially maybe lose the game. I, I think there's, that's not the one reason, but it definitely doesn't help. And then he goes out and hits a walk-off double or a single or whatever it was. And then people, everyone's going to forget about Gary being Gary for the, next, for the rest of the season because he had this one walk-off. I mean, I'm offensively, this whole thing right here. He's, ter- he's, not, he's terrible. He's Off- here. He's here for now, and he's going to be the starting catcher on this team going forward. He's not the long-term solution. We know that. It's obvious. He's, he, there's nothing he can do at this point to save his long-term thing as a Yankee. I really and truly believe that you don't draft Siegler. You don't draft Wells if you think that Gary is your long-term solution. You don't do that in the first round back-to-back years. You don't. He's gone. So, to me, good riddance. I, If he goes out and does it with another team, so be it. But he's not cut out to succeed here. I've seen enough. I'm, I'm officially, after this weekend, in a series of that magnitude to make that big of mental mistakes on back-to-back nights, that's that's it for me. I you know he's success. this year. So everybody always says like you know Gary, you're never gonna that that's the argument. You're never gonna find an offensive catcher like Gary Sanchez in the league. He's 14th in WRC plus. He's exactly average offensively. He has 104 WRC plus for the year. Uh, ranks 14th among MLB catchers in that regard. If you go to batting average. He is down to. He's low two hundred twenty seventh in the league in batting average of catchers of qualifying catchers. So huh. people with minimum of two hundred twenty like plate appearances. He has two hundred eight, two hundred eight. So he's twenty seventh in batting average. Batting average. If that's not your cup of tea, let's go to OPS. <laughs> if if OPS is your way of of. Deciding who's good at catching. Let's see. He is 14th in the league in OPS for a guy who should be, you know, this is what's going to carry him. This is what's going to make him a good catcher. He's a good offensive guy because he's not good at defense. So if you're 14th in OPS, a stat that should benefit you as the power hitter that you think you are, you should be better than 14th. Um, I mean, Tyler Stevenson is having a better year than him. I mean, names like that, Omar Narvaez, who's actually a pretty good catcher, Carson Kelly, Dalton Varsho, JT Ramuto, Zunino, Perez, Will Smith, Posey, Grandal, Heese, Stassi, better catchers than Gary Sanchez because they play defense too, and they're all better offensively than he is this year. So when you look at all of those things, all combined with his bad defense, Yes, I don't like Gary Sanchez. And yes, that's why I haven't been talking about Gary Sanchez and putting a quote-unquote embargo on Gary Sanchez this year because he's not worth my fucking time. And now that the season's over and we can talk about him and how his season has done in retrospect now, yeah, he's bad. 
he has been disagree uh, with me. I don't know. I, I he's been I, abysmal. I don't even want. I don't. I don't know how the Gary supporters can still stick up for him. I really don't. I had somebody because there's walk off some home runs that like no. I saw somebody respond to it the other day. And, like, and we're still talking about it. No, we, they were like that didn't change He had my two mind. bad. He had two bad weeks after he got hurt. Take those out, and he's like a one ten OPS plus. Okay, big fucking whoop. You're ten percent above average hitting supposedly off one metric. But you can't field your position to save your fucking life. That's a late. Uh, I I don't care if you're bad. Like Hig- Kyle Higashioka is not good. But well, he's I'd not fucking. See, I'd rather see. He's him not start lazy. Every playoff game. He's not lazy. He's defense. not taking fastballs off the fucking teeth and walking to him while guys just sit there and have a fucking merry-go-round on the bases. When you go to that the last shit. two calendar years, Gary Sanchez is a, has a worse WRC plus and he's 18th in the league. He's a 91 WRC plus. He's a below average hitter with a 189 batting average over the last two years. So, um, dude, you're just looking at the wrong stats. You're giving him the, <laughs> you're just, you just hate him. <laughs> Oh I um I thirty like, percent K can, percentage. Can can you imagine? Can you imagine if that play that happened where he had an hour to tag this guy? Can you imagine if that happened in a playoff game that mattered? Like I yeah, I yeah, he'd be out there I starting truly, the next day because Boone's a fucking puppet. I truly don't want to see him catch in the playoffs. I know it's not going to happen. He's going to play every day. He's a he is a liability every time he takes the field. I, I'd rather Gashioka catch and then just take it out every time a catcher position comes up. I don't think that's a possibility, unfortunately. Yeah, can we, can we DH for the catcher? <laughs> I'd rather the pitcher hit for the yeah. catcher spot and then have Shit, Higashioka. Shit, if Clark Schmidt's on the mound, I'll take it. Yo, I got to say, he put a better at-bat. <laughs> Dude, put, those I, the, bats were awesome. No, no lie, he put a better at-bat there than, than Gio. Dude, 100%. Oh, that's a very good topic, actually. Mr. He, um, one Mr. Gio Urshela doesn't know what fucking planet he's on right now. He is broken, and Clark Schmidt put together an amazing at-bat, I have to Did say. Did you see Gio's bunt attempts today? Yeah, he struck out bunting. Yeah, I don't know it. whose call that was, first of all. Like, if you that... If, like, if... if Did Boone make that, make that decision to he bunt on the, 0-2? Or so was that Gio? Talk of the town according to Twitter, which is real life, as we all know, the Twitter first is law. Two, the first two were called. And the third one was on him. So but he, like he, what the fuck? He knowingly doing? with conscious conscience, he confidence. decided to, what with confidence? No, no. Like he, like his conscious, he consciously was aware. His conscious mind made this decision for sure. Bunt on O2 in that situation with a man on second. That's correct. And, and no found it straight back. And then Gio was, is broken. He, was he can't even play defense shot. anymore. Yeah. Well, he that's can't even play defense. Like, one, that's the bad. argument can be made that that's not true because that actually segues us back into the conversation that we kind of teased before is that he's now our shortstop. So Glaber well, can't got, play third right now. So fucking thank God. So why not move him to the more uh, defensively demanding position <laughs> being shortstop? So. I mean, that's just the situation we're in right now with Glaber being a horrific defender. Moving back he's to second base, like we had, like we we we've been talking about this forever. To move him back to his position that he's, I guess, more comfortable in, which doesn't make any sense because he's a shortstop coming up. So I don't know how he's more comfortable as being a second baseman. That was the whole point that we were supposed to not put him at second base when he came up. It's because oh, like why would we do that when you know he's a really shortstop? 
he's just a bad defender anyway you write it out. So I'm okay with the okay, geo moving to second shortstop. I don't like what's what's your guys' stance on that? I'm cool I, with it. I um yeah I I like that Boonacker did something different because it wasn't working. I think it's long that, overdue. It's long overdue, it, but I'm 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 happy he did it, and I think that I think it's been a common trend recently of just Boone like making. I'm not gonna say they're good or bad decisions. He's just making making more decisions, and I think another thing just on that topic was today when Chapman was pitching, and you had two guys up in the bullpen during the inning he was pitching. Like he's not fucking around anymore. If Chapman's gonna blow it, he's bringing someone else in. So I like the whole decision making of. I don't know if it's the right decision, but he's doing other things. So I really and truly, this is a way big rabbit hole to get into, but <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it because why it. not? <sighs> do you, how good of a manager do you think Boone would be if he was allowed to make his own decisions? Because I feel like he has the knowledge of the game and the respect of the locker room to be a good manager. I don't think the management allows him to make decisions. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him. He's done a god-awful job. But I feel like there's certain spots where he has the feel and like knows what needs to be done, but he's not really allowed to do it. Yeah, that's odd. We've been talking about that forever. I mean, Boone's not a fucking idiot. He's a third generation. Like, he's a baseball family. He's he knows way more baseball than we fucking do than anybody listening to this knows. Like, he's a very well knowledge. He's a very he's a lot saying, of baseball knowledge. So yes, I think that's obvious. Given, if he got given the keys to the. I think yeah, proverbial I think he'd be a good Ferrari. Do you think he would? I think be better think than it's he is a, now. It's a totally different story. Do you think? I, I this is what I'm asking. Do you think it's a totally different scenario if Brian Cashman, the analytics assholes, and Hal just fuck off for a season and Boone makes all the decisions? Do you think we're in the driver's seat, or do you think it's more of the same? I think it's a very. It could be very different because I. I just don't understand how, and we'll never know because they will never give the keys to the Ferrari like that and make the decisions all his to make, and that's just not going to happen. It's never going to happen with the Yankees. They like having puppets, and when their puppets stand up to them, they fire them. Like that's just how it works. And you know, maybe Boone is starting to like stick up for himself a little bit. I don't know. It seems like he has a little bit more of a. Of of decisions that he's making for himself, like you were saying, I think if I think he, he has, I, think, care I don't, I don't like, think he he's knows dumb. He's gone. I don't think he's stupid. I think he, like I said, he's been in baseball for his entire life. His family is like three generations deep of baseball players. He knows baseball. I mean, he's so, also he's also managing like the most inconsistent team in history. Yeah, so. that's why anybody in the comments, I noticed some some comments of people saying like, "Oh my god!" Like when we do when we do rounding thirds once a week on on the Friday episodes, like. Oh my God! Like Boone needs to go. Like that's not the issue right now. It, it's an issue. The issue's from the top down. It's from Hal and Cashman that give Boone this team, which is a flawed team, regardless of how the season ends up. the The team itself is flawed. And then, but when your team they who don't has give so him much... the autonomy to go do it and manage the team the way it should be managed, he's not allowed to. I.e perfect fucking example and i know he's been okay the last day and a half heaney why is heaney pitching back-to-back days out of the bullpen as a failed starter who's never done it this is a perfect example you're literally just throwing a guy out there because the fucking management wants to see their guy work out you can't 
either that or Aaron Boone needs to be investigated for throwing baseball games. Those are the only two things that make sense. There's no reason that Andrew Heaney needs to come in with the bases loaded and one out. Are you I fucking just don't understand me? how he has such energy to keep pitching. Like I feel like he's always pitching. Everybody no, else quit. is like, oh my god, he's he's exhausted. He, and Boone's always been the guy who won't allow you to be throwing three straight games and all that. I feel like Heaney pitches every fucking game. I, I mean, I just yeah, I don't get. I it. don't get it. He was. I think he, it's did a he cool go in today? Yeah, right. Point. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he went he, yesterday. He pitched a scoreless inning. Yeah, he pitched yesterday. He got up the day before every single game. It's just like I, I I'm more surprised he has like the morale to go out there and continue. That's to what pitch. I'm saying. I'm saying the mental capacity. Physically, I'm sure he's fine. He's just throwing 90 miles an hour down the fucking middle every time. <laughs> he's a batting practice pitcher. Like, yeah, but, I'm surprised he's not like the uh dude, if like that was Vontae me, Davis who retired oh midway through that Bills game like two years ago, like twenty eighteen. Remember when Vontae Davis retired yeah. at halftime? Oh, yeah. Or, or Jay Bruce. After he saw our clip, he retired. Yeah, I mean, but, but Vontae Davis did it at halftime. He just like he just <laughs> untied his shoes and was just like fuck this shit, and he got out. And then Dude, I'm that surprised Heaney hasn't done that literally on the mound, <laughs> like in the middle of one of those blow up innings. You just see Heaney just throw his fucking glove on the ground and be like, "Fuck this shit, it's not for me." I'm gonna go Heaney work looks at like Hertz a broken rent a car. Man. Every time Heaney gets up in the bullpen, he just looks sad. It's like, oh fuck, here we go again. Um, I'm about to get booed. Like he's <laughs> I'm about Heaney's. To get <laughs> He needs like one game away from getting shit thrown at him. Coming, out <laughs> he, he, he had a good game today, right? Like last two, it, yeah, yeah. I think there was uh, there's gonna be some stat that's gonna be pulled up. Like since he took the picture with uh, Garrett Cole and Jacob Degrom, you see that picture? No, what? Dur- Why during, is he allowed in the same picture during as those the guys? the uh, the 9-11 game where they all lined up on the third base side or whatever? It was like Garrett Cole, Degrom, Heaney. And there's a picture of the three of them, and it's like since that picture was been taken, <laughs> Heaney has had like zero earned runs. That's like you know that meme that they show with the dragon that there's two really scary looking cartoon dragons, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then there's a third one that there's just eyes has cross eyes. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Out. I don't know why somebody hasn't done that yet. Yeah, but like since that picture's been taken, he's <laughs> I'm gonna been make good. That. So we'll we'll see. Maybe that continues. I mean, but when you look at it though, like we don't have another option. That that's why Does I he can't make really the playoff roster. Yeah, yeah, he has to. If we make the playoffs, no. yes. I can't wait to watch Andrew the way he just said that. <laughs> yeah. No, but you, you literally you, just you broke my soul. But you know if why? I have but you to get watch it Heaney though. And, I know I get it, but I'm just I'm picturing Heaney. Coming out with a full-packed Yankee Stadium because you figure the games that Heaney comes in now, pretty much everybody's gone. So picture Heaney coming in in That's front of That's not true, though. He's coming in in high-leverage spots when it's close games. 60,000 people in the Bronx against the Astros, and Andrew fucking Heaney comes in the game like... And like, <laughs> I, like we said... Like I'm said, nauseous. I know. But like we said, like it's... I'm not really upset anymore that he keeps coming in because we truly don't have another option. And, you know, he's a guy who has pitched in the majors for a little bit. And you compare your alternatives. Our alternatives are like Brooks Krisky. So, I mean, you know, you're, I don't know which one you'd prefer there. I don't think there is an answer. I think it, at that point you just play the lefty and Heaney if it's, uh, I don't know, maybe he's got a little more tail on his pitches. Like maybe that's the end-all be-all to the decision versus... I mean, who are the other options? Krisky? You can't pitch Wandy every night, who's apparently the best pitcher since no, Clay fucking Mariano Rivera. Clay Holmes. Chad uh, Green sucks. Britain's done forever. 
Nick Nelson. Also, also on the Sun. Terrible. Sun resident. Um, I mean, two-thirds yeah, of no, the bullpen on the Sun Jolie right Rodriguez hasn't really upset me, but he hasn't been great. <laughs> which I guess puts him at the I number three guy on the trust tree. So. That's a good gauge of this whole bullpen is he hasn't upset me. Yeah, like I'm sure I'll look at his numbers right now because I haven't who, – who the hell has talked about Jolie Rodriguez in their lives? But the fact is that the the eye test right now, he hasn't upset me. So I, I, I put – that is enough to put him at three on my trust tree. I actually like Just, him. Everything I kind of like the way he throws. Aside, He's kinda, I do like he's, that he kind of sits like in his it's like sidearm. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of cool. I like when he throws the lefties to righties. I feel like everyone's going to be a home run. But he's when got he a four seven nine ERA this year and a one point five whip. Mm-hmm. Not good numbers, but he didn't sounds upset like a Yankee me. reliever. He's on par with the course. So actually, disagree. Since he came to the Yankees, he had two. He has a two five seven ERA. So he's why actually it, been why great. Is he since pitching he, closer. He has been pitching a ton. He's one of the main guys that's been pitching. And then, and honestly, if I'm not missing anybody, all we have right now is like basically Wandy Jolie. I'd I'll, I'll throw Nestor in that conversation. Chad has been awful, but he's going to get more run. Obviously, he's, like I said at the top of the show, he's one of the he's one of the most used pitchers we have. I mean, Lasagna's hurt. Britain's out forever. Speaking of people out forever, Clint is literally has finally been ruled out that he's not going to play baseball this year. So R.I.P. Clint, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. to my take that he's going to be a top three left fielder by the end of the year. So uh, I don't know, man. Not over. Yeah, he's still got a chance. Well, he's now finally been ruled out. So now that that take has you finally never know. died. Uh, One other thing I wanted to bring up to you guys. Oh, we didn't even talk about this, too. We still have too. Potter Knotts, too, don't we? No, we have a lot more I want to get to, but... Oh, okay. I thought you one, were wrapping up. Like, no, no, no. One more fun thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, at least, before Hot or Not, was just, like, did you see ESPN's um, Cy Young Yeah, that was Dude, Liam Hed- Was it Liam Hendricks is the favorite? I was so I'm gonna pull it up right now. It was Liam Hendricks was the favorite. There was somebody else in there. Like it wasn't Robbie Ray. It wasn't Garrett Cole. It wasn't. It was Liam Hendricks and then Craig Kimbrell or something like that. It was no, like two was relievers. Some... It was two relievers at the top. Lance Lynn was like eighth. Garrett Cole was the no. It was, it was two relievers. Then Garrett Cole. Then Robbie Ray. And then another reliever. And then like Lance Lynn. It was fun. It was a joke. I'm trying. I'm just trying to find that article right now. Yeah, but that, oh yeah, it was Liam Hendricks, Rizel Iglesias, <laughs> just like end that right there. I mean, how do you put that out and have a job? I really don't get it. I don't even care what Rizel Iglesias has done this year. Maybe he's been great. You're not going to win the Cy Young as a reliever unless you have like 60 saves. Has Mo ever won the Cy Young? No. no, I think the last per- reliever to win the Cy Young wasn't was Josh like Hader on that list too. That, we're talking AL. I think the uh, last still, he's still reliever to win that. the Cy Young was like Raleigh Fingers. So Josh Hader's five for the NL Cy Young. It's still isn't Max Scherzer like eight or something on that list? Four. How? Bueller, Urias, Gosman, Scherzer. The, again, this is the ESPN version, but I, I haven't really looked too deeply. I think into they're numbers. just like trying to implode. Scherzer has a two one seven ERA this year. Fourteen yeah, and four. 
He's striking out a hundred people a game. He has two hundred. <laughs> he has two hundred nineteen strikeouts. He has two more than Cole. Yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, one other thing too that we haven't mentioned yet is the judge dizziness situation. It's scary. I had an aneurysm. I got dizzy. Well, wasn't it? I thought it was his contact uh, that was. Apparently, he's was. just. I, I don't like the Percy Harvin migraines. For from my understanding, I thought it was just like a loose contact lens that was making him dizzy. That's why they came out and put like eye drops in his eyes. That, that's all they were doing. Yeah, he uh, said he said in an interview today that it was scary. Like he he was nervous. So I don't. I think it was more. So than was that. I. Oh, all right. He said he was. It was, that was some pretty scary stuff. So I, I don't know. Maybe he was just like dehydrated or something. Yeah. He definitely looked lost in that in the bat he came out. Uh, well, if Aaron Judge is coming out of a game right now, something's wrong. Like yeah. unless he takes a bad tumble into the wall and Boone's like, "Oh, we got to pull him out because he may have strained a small muscle in his forearm." Yeah. If On he's taking, if Judge is taking himself out of a game, it's something he's worried about. So that scared me, but he uh, apparently is fine, judging off of today. On the bright side, knock on wood, we have for the time being, avoided two crises, like two season enders. As we said, if Cole was ended up being really hurt, then with the season's over. If Judge gets hurt there, the season's over. So for the time being, knock on wood, that's a pretty good plus. The season has not been sure. ended yet, which if we would be talking right now, if Judge and or Cole is hurt, the season's over. So that's fun, at least. Um, just we've we've kind of talked about like everybody in the hot or not, so why don't I just like with, without the music just can just finish it up because we they kind of hit them already. But judge the last thirty days, I mean it's obvious he's been carrying the fucking team, but the last thirty days he has a one seventy two WRC plus seven home runs, twenty ribbies, four stolen bases, three thirty three batting average. How wait hold on how many days was that? Last thirty. So Tawson also he had like an O for nineteen skid in there. And those are still his stats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and crazy. he's been since the haters. I don't even want to call them haters. Since the idiots said that he wasn't clutch, he has literally hit every clutch home run and RBI that he had an opportunity to get. So, claps the judge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank he, you he for lead, being you. He he's single-handedly keeping this team's playoff hopes alive. He leads the team in every offensive category. Every so, single one. Like, that's not a joke. That was not an one. understatement. Yeah. Every single one. Uh, so, the other two hots I had on my list were Rizzo the last two weeks, 148 WRC plus 912 OPS, 297 batting average, 370 OBP. Basically, since Chandler, Chandler that. said that he sucks and I he's the that. worst, he has been Probably the best first baseman in baseball. I so. wrote about <laughs> having Rizzo in a trade in like June, so I don't want to hear shit. Oh, no, we're talking about your I, recent comments about Rizzo. He was bad. My was. comments were not wrong. You he had, was you playing hope, really, really, really bad. You can't and lose I hope, think though. I didn't lose hope. I said he was hope. playing bad, which is there was no inaccuracies there he was playing really bad and i all i said was i would like him to play like he did at first again and he listened so if nothing else we take away he's a good teammate and a good listener but i still there was think nothing, would beat up everybody nothing wrong with what i said because he was very much playing very poorly so other people on the on the knots list 
Mr. Brett Gardner is on the hots list, not the knots list. Last two weeks, 270 batting average, three, 131 WRC plus two homers, six RBIs. You buy into that, Chandler? Cardi? Uh, no. I don't think he's that good. He's fine. Like he, he's serviceable right now. I still, <clears throat> if just we had to do a his job, if we had a do or die, if we had a do or die wild card, he wouldn't be in my starting lineup. I'll put it that way. But I'm happy with what he's done, and I don't have a problem with him hitting where. He, excuse me, I don't have a problem with him hitting where he's at right now. Yeah, right yeah. now. If the wild card started, I don't want him there. I'm just tired of Voigt getting benched. I know we talk about it all the time, but that's a direct correlation with the Gardner situation. So, I mean, I know it had to happen for the NL matchup, and that's not going to happen, I guess. Do we even have an NL matchup for the rest of the season? I don't think so. So, No. So we're not going to have to deal with that ever. Well, we shouldn't have to deal with it. We are going to have to deal with it in an NL matchup because then it's Sten DHing. The the only time we'll... Deal with we'll deal with an NL matchup as if we get to the World Series and now I know so I think now, Luke Voigt's actually mad. I think I saw something in the Mets series when we blew when we threw the game with Heaney when he got out there and gave up two runs in the ninth and Luke hit a home run that meant absolutely nothing and he still did his little water bottle smash. I think that was like a fuck you. Like I'm still, I wouldn't be shocked if he requested a trade. I after, wouldn't either. I would. I mean, he was about to get traded. He knows he was about to get traded, and then he comes out and hits like 500 and carries the team for a week, and then you bench him. I don't blame him at all. Yeah, but I still, I still think he like cares a lot. Like, I, like I don't. No, I I'm think, not discounting uh, that. Um, I just think he needs, he needs to play in as many games as he can moving forward. Like this is crunch time. There's no more. There's no more resting guys right now. You have 18 games left. Like. We're currently out of the playoffs. You're out of the playoff spot. You have 18 games left. There's no reason why we shouldn't be playing your best lineup every single game. And the best lineup has Luke Voigt in it. And that's the end of the story. It's as simple as that. Like, I agree. There's, it's not an analytic thing. He's one of your best hitters right now. Fucking he has him. been for three years. He, he led the league in home runs and was a top five MVP finisher last year. Fuck and, you and listen, him. if, if, you know, if it means taking Brett Gardner out because he's playing a little bit better, I, I'm cool with that. I really am. Like, you need this lineup to to like blend together. Like the 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 best lineup we have has not played together nearly enough that they need to be playing together to actually like get the chemistry to win. And honestly, a that's a big thing. I think for the playoffs, the last couple years they haven't done that. Yeah, and obviously it showed. Like, I don't know. I feel like even down the stretch, the last couple of years, it's been like, okay, we've been getting guys off injury. Let's ease it back in. Stan's a perfect example. You know, he's been kind of hurt, especially last year. And then he comes in and hits six home runs in like four or five games, whatever. But the whole the whole thing stays the same. You don't have all these guys playing together because you're so busy about resting people. You don't have that luxury this year. Yeah. As it sits right now, you're not even playing in October. So, if anyone gets an off day the rest of the season, I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> Luke Voigt will be benched tomorrow, probably. I mean, he absolutely shouldn't. That would be so fucking ridiculous if he does. No, I think he didn't have a hit today, so now you need to bench him for uh, a whole ten game stretch and see if you can get him super cool. 
D.H. Clark Schmidt. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, leadoff base runner every time. <sighs> That's all I got. You guys had anything else you want to talk about? That was all the knots? Uh, the knots, I didn't put anything for the knots. The only thing I put for the knots was the storylines that we talked about specifically with uh, Geo all year I had for knots, and plus the last two weeks has been kind of poopy. Um, Glaber getting benched and moved to shortstop, moved from shortstop to second base was also making the knot list in that regard. We already talked about that. Um, the Sun update, I think we have established, but we can formally put it to a vote. Gary Sanchez Fucking motion to add Gary Sanchez to the Sun. Send him up there. Passed. And okay. then Chad Green as well. And Chad Green. Motion to have Chad Green get sent to the Sun. Aye. Aye. Passed. Okay. So two new additions to the Sun. Uh, now the Sun is is who? Who is? Let me get the Chad Green, Gary Sanchez, Zach Britton, Brooks Krisky, Nick Nelson, uh, Andrew Heaney, Mike Ford, Jay Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Jay Bruce, uh, Zach Britton, Andrew Heaney, Nick Nelson, Brooks Krisky. Um, I see, this is even the worst part about it. What's that fucking guy's name? The outfielder that we sent to the Sun? Oh, uh, Jonathan Davis. Davis. Jonathan Davis. See, that's bad. You're on the Sun, and I don't even know your name, so you don't have a chance coming off. And now the new two editions of... Chad Green and Gary Sanchez. I had a minor lapse in brain usage. <laughs> so, yes. Sorry, sad news, aware. Sal Romano got uh, elected free agency. That's a shame. No, the um, only my only problem with that is it's not even a problem. I just think it's sad because if there was ever a guy to be good in New York, Sal Romano, like, <laughs> this guy would have an entire like Italian chain restaurant named after him if yeah. he was good. But he sucks. So um, missed opportunity. Do do we think we'll see Velasquez ever again? No, it's the last question I have. Nope, I think maybe. It doesn't matter what anybody does. Velasquez isn't seeing the field again. Are you kidding me? I don't think we could see him. No. Tyler Wade is a much more versatile left-handed hitter. And they're not moving Glaber. It doesn't matter what Glaber does. He's not getting benched. So, unless somebody gets hurt. Can you imagine if Glaber gets hot? That'd be so cool. It would be exciting. Oh, that was one of the things that I had written down. He was hitting like 320 since July. He actually has been doing really well for the last month or so. Um, one thing I did pull up that was just a little uh, Monday morning optimism for, for everybody that I wrote down. I was just looking at the last September and October of 2020 to see who got hot last year around that time, and maybe we could potentially get those guys to you know channel the inner let's get hot mentality when it comes down to it. I mean, September is already underway, but September plus October... The guys last year that were able to get hot were DJ LeMay. It would be pretty fucking nice if that guy figured out how to get hot. Would not suck. Uh, last year in September and October, he had a 182 WRC+, a 9.1% K percentage, eight homers, 19 RBIs, 336 batting average, a 1.024 OPS. If that guy can do that, that guy can carry a fucking team. So, I mean, he did it last year, so who knows? Could absolutely happen again. I don't know what the fuck happened. That, that, when, after the season's over, that'll be the biggest mystery, and hopefully it doesn't come to that. 
because hopefully he turns it around from here on out. But I think even if he does turn it around from here on out and do a, a September slash October like this, we're still going to have that conversa- conversation after this year of like, what, how the fuck did that happen? How did he end up being that bad? Same with Glaber. Like, how did these guys regress so much from one year to the next? It just doesn't make sense. But, I mean, DJ did it last year, so let's see if he can do it again. He's a guy who is very clutch. He can do that. So uh, I personally have confidence that, that that could happen or something re- resembling that. What do you guys think? No, I could see DJ doing that. He had three lasers today to the wall. He kind of got robbed on yeah. one and a half of them. So. I mean, if there's if there's anyone to get hot that's currently underperforming, I would put my confidence in DJ out of anybody else. So I'll ask you the question after I go through the rest of these guys, and you'll pick who you think it most likely would break out of their slump and get absolutely hot and carry this team the way they did last year. So a guy that everybody, when we think back to like the wild card games and you think back to just like pretty, I mean, all September and October last year, I mean, Gio Urshela, and this is kind of the theme of today. We're talking about guys that have been underperforming this year and they were carrying us so much. And that's why it's just more so a letdown with that. It's just like Gio Urshela last September and October had a 155 WRC plus, a 390 batting average, seven and a half K percentage, 433 OBP and a 924 OPS for two months. He's not my pick. My pick would still be. But you just, I'm not right. done yet. But you you just remember like those moments he had with like, that grand slam and that wild card game. It's just like, where are those guys? And I get he's been in and out of the lineup. He's been hurt, and maybe he he, he looks lost right now. I I think he. I'll cut him a little more slack. DJ's been in the lineup all year. Gio just came back, so I mean, and Gio has not been playing like absolutely horribly. I mean, his WRC plus is like 95. He's just an average hitter, but he's going from being like a 140 WRC plus guy to about a 95, which he's not, he's not terrible. So I'll, I'll chalk that up to him being in and out of the lineup and hopefully he can have a September, October like that. Garrett Cole, I think this is the most obvious answer, but this is more, so this is kind of a cop out because he's doing it already. So you're just, you're not having him flip a switch. He's just going to continue to do what he did. But last September, October, he had 27 innings pitched one earned run allowed. So that's pretty fucking cool. Another guy who I'd like to fucking turn around that had a fantastic September, October last year was Araldis Chapman. He had 18.62 K percentage, or uh, K per nine, a .93 ERA, 60 K percentage, and an eight walk percentage. I'm going with Chapman. That's my final answer. I'd like that guy to get hot because if that guy gets hot, this entire team changes around because you have uh, fucking confidence to close out. That is the X factor. If we you need can have a... Yeah. That's the Chat, biggest if you can right have now. May Chapman back, then that solves so many problems. That's the biggest hole we have right now. Is bullpen yeah. arms. Well said, Damon. So thank you, Chandler. I think my pick for a person to turn it around, if somebody they could none of them could. All of them could. But if I if I had one that I was gonna all choose to turn around says. and and I mean well all of them did last year. So that that's I'm pulling information from last year. So if I had to pick one, I think my confidence is in DJ, to be honest. I think DJ is that guy that just, he loves the moment. I feel like once the air hits pumpkin spice, he just he just goes nuts. My my confidence is in DJ, but I would prefer Chapman. I would prefer Chapman as well. If I had to pick one. But I almost yeah, disagree no. with that. I think... I, no, you need Chapman. Are dude, you kidding me? Dude, that's the me? biggest hole right now. Is, is, Dude, we can't get... No! 
No, it's an obvious answer, dude. We can't get a fucking out from our bullpen right now. Can't score either sometimes. I don't know. I feel like we, we're letting out more runs than we are scoring. Thank you, Damon. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good recipe for losing, so I think I, think I agree. But like that feeling, but like we're scoring. You know, I'm not that feeling it. of DJ setting the table like he did all last season and the year before. That we just haven't had that this year. And we I don't feel even like have that, a consistent two hole hitter right now, though. That's my thing. That's we have a revolving. We have a revolving door of people hitting second because nobody can get hot. So if you can't get hot and you're scraping together runs, and you need to preserve a lead. I would like to see Chapman figure how how to fucking pitch again. I would love to go into an inning where Chapman's pitching and not have a heart attack. That'd be great. I want to watch Chapman pitch and not be sweating more than he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully in the next nine, we hit at least eight of them. I, 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 I think it's like the situation we're in right now. I know that's a lot to ask because it's major league baseball teams. You have to win against. It's not just that easy. Even if they are bad teams, but the situation you've now put yourself in where you're not in the playoffs right now, that's that's what you have to expect. Like you, you if you don't get that, if there's anything less than that, we're we're in a pretty fucking bad situation. Because I don't think these other teams are gonna lose. All of them are going to fucking win. All of them know the situation. I guess maybe we're the only ones who don't. So Yep. I don't know, man. Get hot. Orioles Play them like they are. Play them like the team they are. We should beat them like the Blue Jays just slaughtered them. That's what I should mean, happen. That's just scary what they're doing to them. I actually saw that score, and I didn't see the names. I saw 22-7. I was like, what? College football? I like. I watched college football for like 12 straight hours on Saturday. I was like, I don't remember a game finishing 22-7. Then I saw Blue Jays-Orioles. Like, holy hell. Dude, did they, how many did they score that one inning? That was, they scored like... They scored like 11 in an inning in the top of the seventh. And one, one game, they were getting no hit into the seventh, and then they scored 11 in the top yeah. of the seventh. Like, that's that's what you should do to, to the Orioles. All right. I think that'll do it for us for today's episode, episode 163. Um, really testing us, Yankees. You're really making this feel like a job. <laughs> It shouldn't feel like a job. We should just be having fun, and it does feel like a job. Let's Every, get ourselves into the playoffs, huh? Yeah. By I next mean, episode, if we lose a single game, I'll be upset. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be one game above the Red Sox. I want to be one game above the Red Sox by the start of next episode. The Red Sox are playing a series against the Mariners, and the Rays are playing against the Blue Jays. Yeah, and the Blue Jays. they just so, got smoked by the Blue Jays today. Yeah, so we need the Rays to uh, play some damn good baseball, and we need the Mariners to play some damn good baseball this week. Both of which could happen. And the Yankees to play good baseball. All of which could happen. So if you enjoyed the show, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really appreciate it if you think we deserve it. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube. Just search up Bronx Pinstripes in the YouTube. I know it's kind of confusing because it's not our name, but it's on the YouTube, and it's a lot of fun when you see the, the video version. If you're on the uh, audio version, not going to force you, but it'd be cool if you went to the YouTube as well. So, as always, appreciate you guys, and let's hope the Yankees don't keep sucking. Thanks. Bye. You said sleeps, but I'm awake. You left without saying anything. 
Ringing for me 